Welcome. This is David Barris, President of the American Association of Bank Directors. This is another episode of our Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Subject today is why your bank may want to elect subchapter S. Pat Kennedy will join us to share his experience with these issues with numerous bank and bank board clients. Pat is a partner in the law firm of Kennedy Sutherland, based in San Antonio and offices in Austin. He's considered the father of Bank S Corps, having been instrumental in the congressional authorization to form Bank S Corps back in 1996 and in assisting hundreds of banks electing S Corps. He's also the founder of the Subchapter S Bank Association. We welcome any questions or suggestions you might have. My email address is dbarris at abd.org. All right, let's call Pat. Hello, Pat. Hello, David. Pat, uh, we have a few questions for you today on S-Corps, Bank S-Corps, and uh, we appreciate your joining us. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, Pat, why would a bank or bank holding company want want to elect subchapter S tax treatment? The primary reason is basically uh, efficiency in federal income tax payments. It's actually been a lower tax. Uh, We've had S-Corp banks for nearly 23 years now uh, as a result of an amendment to the Internal Revenue Code that we helped um, enact uh, that uh, permits banks to elect subchapter S, and there's now uh, about a third of the banks in the United States are S-Corps, and that's pretty much the way it's been, even though the total number of banks uh, has come down. So I think today there's about 5,100 banks in the U.S., and uh, uh, close to 1,700 of those maintain an S-election because they find they pay less tax. It's a single layer of tax. that uh, The corporate entity doesn't pay uh federal income tax like a C-Corp bank would, but the income is simply taxed to the shareholders. And under the new tax regime since 2017, there's a 20% um, deduction that S-Corps, S-Corp banks, and other pass-through entities are entitled to, which brings down the total tax uh, for a dividend-paying S-Corp shareholder uh, to about uh, just under 30%. Does that affect um, the chance of remaining independent, and how does that work? Well, we have found that this is a excellent means for a bank, a bank shareholder group, to maintain their independence. The typical uh, C-Corp uh, group that would be a community bank uh, finds that the, it's not efficient to pay dividends, typically, and so really the only way that they can uh, obtain a payoff, if you will, or get any kind of value out of the bank is either paying you know double tax on dividends or selling the bank. And so uh, this is a means that for long-term shareholder appreciation because uh, cash can be paid out in the form of dividends that are essentially not taxed. How does a, how does a bank taxed as a C corp make an S election? So the uh, S subchapter S of the Internal Revenue Code has several specific 
provisions that an S-Corp must comply with, and they really revolve around uh, shareholders. So there's an actual limit of shareholders to 100 shareholders, but that is, in effect, for banks, defined as uh, members of a family. So lineal descendants of a family, uh, you could have uh, as really as many as you wanted, uh, that would constitute one shareholder for escort purposes. So it's 100 shareholders or 100 families, and then you can only have individuals and trusts as shareholders, no uh, corporate entities. What if the um, bank has more uh, shareholders than that? Uh, are you able to reduce that number and then qualify? Yes, and we have had many uh, basic companies or banks, bank holding companies that had, you know, several hundred shareholders. I've had several that are in in excess of 900 because they were public companies and they uh, organized as, as that, but then were able to reduce the number of shareholders to the 100 family limit, even though the, the actual number of individuals was in the four and 500 range through a a cash-out merger transaction or a, some other form of stock buyback. Finally, Pat, um, and I think you've touched on this, what are the tax advantages of making an S subchapter S selection? Yeah, so in sum, there's an income tax, federal income tax benefit, because essentially you're being only taxed at one level, that being the shareholder level, not the corporate and then the shareholder level. And then there's a capital gains benefit in that when you sell the bank, if you're an S corporation, your basis will have been increased by the retained earnings of the bank. Whereas in a C corp, the purchase price of your stock defines your basis. And therefore, if you've held that stock for a long time, you're going to pay a higher capital gains tax. For joining us today, this has been very informative. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. As I said, there are uh, a number of community banks that have uh, really enjoyed their S election and have uh, decided to do that uh, primarily to maintain their independence and provide a benefit to their shareholders. So it's been a, an attractive thing for community banks.